If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, August 29th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the electric or the battery-powered fly swatter things that we have in this house. They are amazing. I think you found the original one, what, at Walmart? Yeah. You can get them on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. It's an electronic bug. You don't need a fly swatter. You need an electronic bug catcher. Fryer. Thing. Fryer. It like literally electrocutes bugs. And Jeff, I think it's fair to say that you get extreme joy from slowly killing no, that, home intruders. That makes me that makes me sound cruel. But there is some satisfaction that comes from the zap that ends the life of a home intruder. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. The, because there's no mess. There's no, with a fly swatter or a rolled up magazine or whatever you have handy that you use to smash a bug, the bigger the bug, the bigger the mess. Mm-hmm. With this thing, you just, bzzz, and sometimes it knocks them out and you got to zap them again. <laughs> sometimes it just ends it. And then you pick it up with a, with a, with a paper towel, drop it in the toilet, flush it away, throw the paper towel out. You're good to go. Yeah. So I'm grateful for those things. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the abundance of sparkling water choices at the grocery store. Like, I was at Whole Foods earlier this week. There's a whole wall of cold, refreshing, sparkling water, and that's right up my alley for two reasons. One, I'm pregnant, so I can't, like, drink wine or anything like that, and I'm usually, like, a bubbles person. Like, I love Prosecco and all that kind of stuff. But number two, I stopped drinking soda years ago. And now drinking sparkling water gives me the same sensation as drinking soda did years ago. During Callie's first trimester, she drank a lot of Sprite. And I think that might have been the first time I saw you ever in the history of our relationship drink a soft drink directly from the can or bottle that it came in. Yeah. Uh, there have been times w- since we've, we've, we met 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, right, that we would go to a fast food restaurant or something and I would get a Coke and Kelly would say, let me have a taste of that because you haven't, you didn't, you never drank it. I just wanted to see if it tastes the same as I remember, which it never does. But drinking uh, a... Sprite from top to bottom. I've never, never, never before saw that. And I feel like that switch has been turned off. You came out of the first trimester. You no longer got the bubble guts. The Sprite is gone. The Sprite is gone. The sparkling water is back. And now they have all this like fancy stuff. Like there's that like prebiotic soda stuff, like the poppy stuff that everyone's drinking. It's actually really good. I got some a couple weeks ago. And then I found this lemon um, sparkling water with ginger. Like we're just getting fancy with our water and I love it. I'm so into it. Um, and even Ellie drinks fancy water now. It's not sparkling or anything, but um, we had one of our babysitters is a pediatric nurse and she recommended for kids, like if you have kids that just don't like plain water or would like be like, I want milk or I want juice or whatever. There's these, what are they called? True lemon. Yeah. Is that the brand? It's called true lemon, but there's adults and then there's a kid's version. And it's like blue raspberry, pink lemonade, fruit punch, and it just flavors their water. And there's like nothing, there's not a ton of sugar in it. It is the end of an era 
Next month in September, Netflix will mail out for the last time DVDs. I have to be totally honest with you. I didn't know they were still doing it. Not only are they still doing it, but there are 1 million subscribers to the DVD program. What? Yes. It's been 25 years, I think. I have the exact. I printed out the the story. I think it's uh, after 25 years. So it's been 25 years since they started mailing DVDs to people. They're sending out the last ones on September 29th. And each one of those DVDs will come with a note letting the subscriber know that they can keep it forever. So I feel like we should almost subscribe. subscribe and just to get one sent, of the final. Just to get one of the notes. Um, but like, do they have current releases or is it just old stuff they started with and then that's what you can get? I am not sure. Uh, they have sent over 5.2 billion DVDs in the mail since they started doing it in wow. 1998. Now here is... A, a, a fun fact about Netflix and me. I think I've told this before. But when I was in Tucson working in radio, so it would have been, actually, no, it was, it started in Tucson. It continued when I was in Atlanta. So it was, it was probably the year 2000, 2001. I, I had this little show prep service mm-hmm. to make some money on the side where I would help other radio hosts prep from for their shows. Mm-hmm. And I would sell advertising in that show prep service to companies that wanted radio DJs to know about their company. Oh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Another so, job. I did not know. So they would have, so, and one of this, one of the advertisers, they would have access to all these DJs, right? I mm-hmm. think it, I think there are 150 people who who paid 10 bucks a month or five mm-hmm. bucks a month, I think, to get this curated weekly list of topics. Yeah. But for $100 a month, you could buy an advertisement in it. And Netflix was one of the first advertisers in it. No way. The, and the guy that I negotiated the deal with is the guy... I believe his name is Ted Sarandos. Mm-hmm. I've tried. I had an AOL email address. You know, Gmail keeps everything forever. Right. The AOL, I tried to go back and see if I could find anything that had his. And I, the email doesn't exist anymore. So I don't have it. But how great would that be to see? That I did a hundred dollar transaction with. Who do you remember how that came deal came together? Like, were they was Netflix small and just cold calling people and being like, "Hey, we want to advertise." Like, I think my budget's one hundred and ten dollars. What can you give me? I'm like a hundred. <laughs> well, that you're in luck. I got something for one hundred nine ninety nine. Right. Um, I think they were probably advertising in a in another service. They were probably promoting themselves in another service that was somehow connected to morning. And I just tried to poach the business. Yeah. You know? Um, But yeah, it's the guy who is running the company. That's who I dealt with. The guy who's a billionaire now. Hey, that could be us someday. I know. You're writing, we're, we're writing cold emails to people that won't write us back. And someday... 
somebody's going to be like, I remember this guy. I'll bet. Chef Dollar. And he was trying to get me to advertise on his podcast. And I can't find his email because it's a Gmail. You know, Gmail. It's like no one has Gmail anymore. I wonder if I even emailed him to do the deal or if it would have been a phone call. Yeah. And then you probably like fax the contract or something. Uh-huh. He probably faxed the ad back to you. I actually think at that time I faxed the show prep out. I'm sure you did. That would have been the most efficient way to do it because we weren't emailing, right? Well, 2000 we were. Yeah, but not like we are now. I no. Thought, no. Um, that was a dumb thing to say. Okay. I, if you're eating breakfast, which I know a bunch of you wake up with us in the morning, just here is your warning that we're about to talk about bugs for the next five minutes. So if that's not something you can stomach right now, go ahead and skip ahead for five minutes because- Yeah, T-Bird, you can stop the show now. Yeah, don't listen. Uh, We have had drama level 50 in our house and it's a bug situation. And I would like to preface this story by saying, yes, in the South, there are roaches, there are bugs. Seasonally, it happens. I have never experienced in my life what I experienced on Sunday night. And I have lived in the South literally my entire life, 37 years. And this was a new, I was shaking and almost crying at the end of our bug drama Sunday night. The Ellie has, we live in a four bedroom house. Bedroom number one is Callie and I's room. Bedroom number two is our studio Studio. slash office. Bedroom number three is Ellie's room where she sleeps. And bedroom number four is Ellie's playroom slash storage. Every every bedroom has its own bathroom. There's no of the none of those Jack and Joe bathroom things, which uh, and every bathroom has a closet attached to it. Like a walk-in closet, yeah. So let's focus our attention first on Ellie's bedroom. Saturday night, I'm telling Ellie her story and a freaking roach shows up. I think we mentioned And you're like laying in the floor. I'm laying on the floor and it walks by my head. And so, uh, and I think that, that I think that was the second it was the second one you had gotten. It was, there were two that I got that week. And then there was like a spider in my sink. And I'm like, that's it. We're calling the bug people. Right. There's too many for comfort and they're not coming until next and we, month. And we haven't seen one bug all year. And all of a sudden we see three of them in 48 hours, right? Not so, happy about it. Yeah. So, so that's Saturday night. Now let's turn our attention to Ellie's playroom where Callie spots two roaches at the same time on Sunday night. And it turns out, oh, and, and just so you know, the setup of the playroom is there's the playroom and then the bathroom, there was, we never used it. So there, it was storage for bigger toys and- Stuff that Elliot Ellie outgrew that we uh, needed to like find a home or for. Or stuff that were rotating in and out of our playroom. Yeah. She has a rocking horse. If it's in the playroom, then we got to take her little table out. You know, yeah. it's just the way. So the rocking horses, et cetera. And then the closet in there is very neat and organized. That's all of the stuff that we saved from Ellie for the new baby. Yes. Okay. 
So let's focus our attention specifically on the bathroom of the playroom where Callie spotted two roaches on Sunday night. And in the span of 10 minutes, in a 10-minute window between spotting, after spotting, we learned that they had just made themselves a little home in the corner of the shower. So I had kept boxes from some of Ellie's toys because I, you know, got into consigning this year or going to consignment sales. I'm like, oh, that's really smart to keep the boxes from toys because, you know, your kid's going to play with it for like a year, maybe. And then it's going to be old news and you can consign and get more money if you have the box. So I had a stack of cardboard boxes in the shower. And then I also had a sheet in there that um, last Christmas, I hid Ellie's Christmas presents, like a bunch of them in there. And then I put the sheet over it just in case she happened to walk in there. I didn't think she would, but I, you know, it was just a precaution. So obviously Christmas comes, I wrap up her presents. Jeff and I give her some Christmas presents. So the boxes still in there, and the sheet just stayed in there because I'm like, I don't know. It can just stay in here or whatever. No one showers in here. No one comes in here. It doesn't really matter. We see, I see the first roach. I call Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, I need you to come up here. There's a roach, another roach. And I'm like totally freaked out. Jeff comes up. And when, I, when you call me, there were two roaches because there was urgency. Yeah, I was. You, and you, I was like playing with Ellie and I was in the zone with her. And she's there and I'm like trying not to totally panic, but I'm totally panicking. Jeff comes up and is like, what's the deal? You know, you know, the tone of voice that people use when they're trying to be really calm, but also really urgent. Um, Jeff, right. but like my voice is shaking. You need to come up right now because I found two, two, there are two things in the house that shouldn't be here right now. Come up, please. So I don't know how this transpired, but in the how how in the process of trying to get the one that I saw that was like in the shower on the boxes, Jeff realizes that a family or colony or whatever of roaches has made themselves a little nest in the sheet that I had had sitting in there that I haven't touched in since Christmas. Yeah, it was over the drain. And then there was cardboard on top of it. Now, when all was said and done, it was a total of four roaches. And their babies. And, and their poop. And, and, some, uh, and a lot of poop and what I assume was eggs. So we got lucky, right? Because if, you know, mm -hmm. if they were new residents, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I'll tell you a couple of things. One... Th that is, that's that that was the most awful fifteen minutes I have experienced in a long time because you're convinced with everything that you move, twenty bugs are going to scatter in twenty different directions, you know. So we had to clear out the whole bathroom, which there was a bunch of stuff in there. It was like Monica's shame, closet of shame, where she just has like stuff in there. What's that? What? I don't know. What's Monica's closet of shame? Monica is like really like type A. Who is Monica? From Friends. Oh. I'm making a Friends reference. The Got people it. that need to get it will get it. Um, So it was like our closet of shame. And we took things out one by one. Jeff would shake them 
look in them. And if there was no roach, then we put stuff like in the trash and there was- a- Or the stuff that we kept would immediately get wiped down with a Clorox wipe. We had a whole- It we, took us- we, So everything got wiped down because we didn't, you know, whatever. Um, but I will tell you, here's, here's where it got really scary or, or, or harrowing or nerve wracking. The sound of a roach running inside of a cardboard mm. box sounds like 30 roaches running mm-hmm, inside mm-hmm. of a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. So one of them had made their, had decided to hide in this box. And I was convinced that when I looked in there, there were going to be 50 of them. Yeah. There wasn't. There, there was, there were the one Callie saw that got out, the two, one Callie saw that got out, the one that Callie saw that tried to hide, and then two others, and then the, just all the dirty stuff. So it was nasty. So, but. That bathroom has never been cleaner. It has never. I think it's still ever empty. been cleaner. <laughs> and and I had the pest people coming on Monday afternoon. So I'm like, okay, this is happening on Sunday night. Unfortunately for Jeff, he had to do like a lion's share of the spraying and then getting rid of stuff and whatever. Um, yeah, Callie was was very conveniently um, concerned. Like, nah, well, you know. With the baby, I probably shouldn't be around <laughs> any of this. So I'm going to go like, stay at my parents. I was like, <laughs> I'm sick. Right. It's basically what I did. But I did help. And then that turned into a whole project. And Jeff is like, you know, and I'm sure that everyone has had this conversation in their household. Jeff's like, well, this is a great excuse for us to organize Ellie's playroom, organize the the closet chaos, you know, get rid of the clutter and, and organize, know what we have, get it into, you know, bins or whatever. These are things that sound, this is, it's like painting you. Oh, and moving. You think it's going to take two hours, maybe three, right? Three hours in and it looked worse than when we started. But then the last hour is always when everything goes back, then it looks like I'm really pleased. The only thing, yeah, I'm really pleased with with our progress. Yeah, and the thing about kids' toys too, and I had never thought about this before we had Ellie, kids' toys come with so many parts. I don't understand all of that. them. But they, the, I don't understand that at all. Because the number one thing that that you're told with a toddler is be careful with choking. You know, chop up the grapes, cut the hot dogs lengthwise. All the all the rules, right? Don't give don't kids can't eat popcorn. All the so many rules, right? For kids, but you buy them a toy, and it's filled with tiny little parts. Yeah, or pieces that you can lose. Like there's we have this hedgehog, of course we do, uh, that has all these quills in it that Ellie loved, and when she was ba- like, it's for babies to help like their motor skills, like put you know the quills in the hedgehog or whatever. But there's 12 of them. One, she's never going to use all 12. Number two, then we're looking around this room being like, okay, where's the- There were 12 of them. Now there's nine. Yeah. Now that like, where do the other ones go? I turned around at one point and Ellie was using them as drumsticks on something. And that's how things get lost. So we were trying to like, half of the cleanup was trying to match toys with 
pieces right. and see if we had complete sets and found out that some toys we had were missing pretty much everything. So it's time to go for those. And um, we made it, I don't know, what did we get? Like 80% of it done maybe? Yeah, it'll be finished tomorrow. As a parent, you are always looking to make your life easier. And especially around school time, things are just chaotic, right? So let's take a couple things off of your plate and hand it to Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. And you can use it for years. We've been a customer of theirs for years since Ellie wasn't even eating solids because they have baby blends, which is like fresh, organic baby food um, without all the junk in it. Then you can move on to biteables, which is a transition to like finger foods. Then you can move to plates, which are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk. They taste amazing, even for picky eaters. Okay. Think like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets. And then there's like pot stickers. If your kid's a little more adventurous, I have tried Ellie's plates. They are so delicious and I can not feel guilty about it because I know that it's good quality food that she's getting and it's healthy for her. And it comes all right to our door. It's flexible. It's easy. Everything stores right in your fridge or freezer. And you can pick the menu. You can change up what you order. Or if your kid likes to eat kind of the same things all the time, you just pick the same thing every time, have it shipped to your door, stick it in the fridge and don't think about it again. It is wonderful. And we love working with Little Spoon. Make this year's back-to-school chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash upside30 and enter our code upside30 at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash upside30 and enter our code upside30 for 30% off at checkout. A recent study showed that most CBD labels are way off. Some products only contain 60% of what they claim, melatonin products can also be very inaccurate. So if you're using something for your trouble sleeping that you think is great and it's not, that could be the problem. Our new friends here at Next Evo make sure that they give you exactly what's on the label. They test their products multiple times. Research has been demonstrated by four clinical trials. No other CBD brand comes close that you're getting exactly what's on the label. The triple action CBD sleep calms your mind with fast absorbing CBD and then fast acting and controlled release melatonin to help you fall asleep and stay asleep and wake up refreshed. I can tell you that it has worked for me. Those promises by Next EVO kept. Leave summer stress behind and upgrade your CBD. Go to nextevo.com slash upside. You get 25% off plus a free bottle of premium pure CBD. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com slash upside. Nextevo.com slash upside. Upside. I've been posting a little more on my Instagram stories lately. And one of my girlfriends texted me and said, okay, whatever you're doing with your eyes looks so good. And what I was wearing is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It has more than 25,000 
five-star reviews. And I know exactly why. Now, years ago, I had lash extensions, which were really beautiful, but I had lots of allergies and it just did not go well for me. Well, I found the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara that a friend recommended to me, and it mimics the look of lash extensions without the glue or any of the allergies or allergens getting stuck in there. Um, It has a proprietary chewing formula, which I had never used before, but it wraps around each lash as you apply it. So it gives you this really cool, beautiful look. It's easy to use. And since I've been using it, I have never looked back and it easily glides off with water. So at the end of the day, just grab a towel, get some water and it glides right off. Thrive Cosmetics is amazing. They are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free beauty products made with clean skin-loving ingredients. There are no parabens, no sulfates, or phthalates, all without compromising performance. And cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first order. My dad is doing something this week that I think is super awesome and also kind of hilarious. I haven't even asked you what you th- like if you think it's as funny as I do. I don't think it's funny. I think I think it's cool, and I think it's something that uh, that applies to Oxford, where your dad went. That wouldn't apply to Syracuse, almost, almost any other <laughs> school in the world. Belmont. That's not a Harvard or an Oxford yeah. or a Yale or a, you know, whatever. I can't, that, that's it. Those are the only big time. So my dad went to Oxford, which is in England. Absolutely loved it. Had the time of his life. Thought it was the coolest thing. He loves English culture and he just was obsessed. It was a great time for him. So he tells us like two months ago that he and one of his buddies from college have contacted the school. And because I think they're not in session yet or something like that. And they asked the school if they could go stay in the dorm rooms that they stayed in when they went to college there. So right now my dad is in England with one of his college best friends. My dad is staying in his original room in college. His friend is staying across the hall at his original room in college. And I don't know, are they like bar hopping? I go into their old haunts or their old, I'm sure their old haunts are still there because it's England and everything is there and everything stays the same for like 500 years. Right. If it's, if it's less than 500 years old, it's considered new. New. Are you going to that new bar down the street? <laughs> yeah. The one that opened 606 years ago. Yes. I've been waiting for him to send me pictures. And I also have questions like, are you sleeping on a bunk bed? Are you, did you take sheets? Like what is he? What is he doing over there? My guess is it is a completely different experience than what you or I know of going to college. Because I'm thinking like you any know place, Belmont dorms, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to stay there again. <laughs> yeah, any place that I or my college friends lived in, uh, is condemned. It would not or, be a treat not, to go back and sleep in there. No, I mean we we're talking about. Roaches, they they have taken over those places and burned them to the ground. But if you're going to Oxford, you know, 
still stone walls. It's still standing. The castle is still strong, standing the strong. The castle is still standing strong. Anyways, I'm really excited for him and I cannot wait for him to show pictures because, you know, I think that's a really cool idea. Here are your three random things for today. This one is soul crushing for me. A new survey says Americans find the most annoying accent in the world is, Jeff, any ideas? I happen to love this accent. The most annoying accent? Yes. Irish, maybe? Is a Boston accent. Uh, People do not like a Boston accent, and they think it's really annoying, followed by New York. I personally love a good oh, Boston I, accent. Oh, wait, are, are there, is there anything international on the list? I thought you said a, yes, in the world. I did. Oh, um, so Boston and New York beat out the rest of the world? Mm-hmm, Whoa. yeah. Uh, people think the most intelligent accents, London, German, and um, there's another part of England that has, I guess, a thing. And the most attractive accent is Australian, followed by Scottish. Irish is on there. So people think that Irish no is really way. attractive. The most attractive accent is Italian, number Ooh, one, yeah. followed by French. And they're neck and neck, number one and number two, followed by number three would be a Russian or Polish accent. French was voted most beautiful. Most charming is Scottish, which is interesting. Um, but I thought for sure it would be a Southern accent that people would be saying. Why don't you by? shit right here and I'll tell you about my accent. What was that? Why don't you shit right here and I'll tell you about my accent. What was that? Scottish. Oh. Hmm. Um, and, but I love Boston accent. I New York to me is New York, but... And one of our coworkers has a New York accent, which I think is so funny. But Boston is like, there's nothing. Boston's one of those accents that's hard to understand. If you got somebody that's really, you know, you have friends from Boston, you know how their parents talk. It's like hard to understand sometimes, but it's so cute. Your second random thing is, if you don't have soap, don't even bother washing your hands. Uh, if a restroom doesn't have soap, most Americans would use water to rinse their hands and just let them air dry. But medical experts say don't bother because washing with water water alone does not get rid of any germs. You actually need to work up a lather with soap and then rinse it off, which is what washes the germs away. Um, additionally, touching a sink faucet, which is considered one of the dirtiest things in a public restroom, you could be even adding more germs to what's already on your hand. I hope so. no one is eating breakfast this morning and listening yeah, to our show. It's Sorry. gross. <laughs> uh, and your third random thing for today, um, new research is showing a connection between the consumption of fast food in teenagers and elevated mental health issues. Teenagers who eat large amounts of fast food are 14% more likely to experience a mental health crisis. Officials say ultra processed foods are tied into a long range of um, long-term health issues for kids as well, which I feel like we all kind of know that. Science has already discovered that the healthier you eat, the better your mental state. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you. Hey guys, it's Liz. Um, in terms of Ellie and the uh, plane ride, you can actually like print off a calendar or if you have a manual calendar, like a paper calendar, and like put a big square or circle around the day she's on the plane. And then you can go every day, like today is Monday, August 28th, and we're not leaving until this day. And so eventually she'll probably stop asking, but 
that visual, she can understand that it's all those blocks away before she gets on a plane. I'm excited for the pics from that trip. Bye. Hey, listening to today's episode, you guys are talking about listeria. Um, you should wash your fruits and vegetables. Um, an easy and cheap way of doing it is doing a one-to-one ratio of water and vinegar and letting everything soak for 20 to 30 minutes and then rinsing it off really well and drying it off before storing it or before eating it. And that will help keep everything clean. Have a good day. I was calling. I am totally on your side about this, like, weird I don't like Whole Foods thing. Um, Every once in a while I need to go there for a specialty item. But I don't know what it is. It's, like, the employees are never that friendly. The customers that are there are usually not that friendly. Everything is so expensive. Just something about Whole Foods that bugs me, too. Anyways, Publix for life. Bye. Hey, guys. So about the permanent record thing, um, when I was a teacher, I had access that not everybody had into our system, and I was able to see um, what I guess you would consider the permanent record. And um, it was like a little fun hobby for me when I was bored to look up like why kids got written up and they would just crack me up because I know in the heat of the moment when the teacher is writing like they said this and they did this is high school they said this and they called me this or they said this to another student and I know in the heat of the moment you're like typing it out furiously like I want this kid to get in trouble and I want them to have a consequence that I would read them and crack up and be like oh my gosh, this is not a big deal. Or you'd just be like, that's a funny, that's a funny thing to call someone. Like, <laughs> um, I shouldn't have been doing that. It was not information that I needed to know. But um, they, they shouldn't give me access to things like that. 